The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Today, this is my wedding day. Yeah, and you said there'd be no bloody uniforms. Nevertheless, nevertheless John, despite the bad blood, I'll have none of it on my carpet. Now, for Grace's sake, nothing will go wrong. Those out there on her family. And if you do anything to embarrass her, your kin, your cousins, your horses, your kids, you do anything to what? What about snow? Yeah, they're women of sports, I'll say that. No, no, no. No cocaine. No cocaine. No sports. No telling fortunes. No racing. No sucking petrol out of their cars. And you, Charlie, stop spinning yarns about me, eh? Oh, I'm just trying to sell you to them, Tom. But the main thing is, you bunch of despite the provocation from the cavalry, no fighting. No fighting. Uh, Killian Murphy in Peaky Blinders, <laughs> our bleeping machine working overtime. Sorry about that, guys. Not that successfully, by the way. Uh, that's uh, because we are going to talk about Killian Murphy in the wake of his Golden Globe Award. I think so, Pat. Absolutely. And apologies for my voice. I still haven't quite recovered. Um, listen, Killian Murphy, he absolutely deserved his Golden Globe on uh, Sunday night. But people don't often talk about his role in Peaky Blinders. And I often wonder why he never won awards so much for that. And that role, uh, you know, Shelby, absolutely phenomenal work. He's a triumphant actor. And to my mind, I'm going to kind of put him toe-to-toe with Bob Dylan of the music world. He's so aloof, he's so charismatic, yet so mysterious. We don't know that much about Killian, mm. really. Now, Peaky Blinders ran from 2013 to 2019. That's right. So he was ever-present uh, during, it appears, that decade. Absolutely. And, yeah. and not acknowledged as such, but he, you know, hugely popular. They wouldn't have kept the series going without it. The, the series is phenomenal. I know you've watched part of it uh, even the first couple the early of seasons. Stages, yeah. um, and my husband is just such a fan. I mean, look, you know, the, the craft that Killian uh, commands as an actor, I mean, so many people in the even in the Irish media have worked with him on Disco Pigs and many of his earlier work, not only as a theatre actor, but he is phenomenally, as you said, ever-present, omnipresent. He really delivers every time he walks on stage or walks on set. And he's renowned for his professionalism, so much so. I mean, I've interviewed him for Dunkirk. Um, you know, I interviewed Barry Keoghan for Dunkirk, both toe-to-toe, but you won't get a picture with Killian Murphy. You know, he he is as he is. You know, you've seen him at the Golden Globes. He saunters in with his hand in his pocket. He's like a guy going in to get his pint down the local pub. Yeah. Nothing phases him. And he's not really interested and in the yet, media. He, in some of the pieces I've read about him, Killian says that he dies a thousand deaths when he's forced to be the movie star. I know. That he prefers to have a quiet life. Absolutely. In fact, came back from uh, the UK to live here. Um for that quiet life for himself and his family. That's right. Of course, he was shooting Peaky Blind, as you mentioned, in the UK for all of that decade or more. And he came back in 2015, moved into a beautiful home in Monkstown. Everyone sees him around the place in Avoca. Saw him on a bike uh, riding through Dorky. uh, couple of months back. So. I know. He's, he, as I said, he's like the, the Bob Dylan of the film industry. I mean, he really doesn't entertain the media. He doesn't want to speak to media. And that's fine. You know, he has a really lovely uh, setup in terms of his private life. Two beautiful sons. He has Aaron and Malachi. Aaron was actually at the Golden Globes with him and his wife. Of course, you saw in the speech. And, and mini Killian. <laughs> a mini Killian. He looks exactly. He's the head off him. Absolutely. And Killian Murphy, to my mind, is... 
you know, the most deserved actor of this uh, Golden Globes for every reason that we all know. I mean, going through his filmography, we all know he's worked with uh, Christopher Nolan. This is his sixth time on Oppenheimer. But let's talk about 28 Days Later, Intermission, which was on the television there only last week, Girl with a Pearl Earring, Cold Mountain, Batman Begins, Breakfast on Pluto. Of course, The Wind That Shakes the Barley, he won his IFTA Award for Best Actor for that. Inception, Sunshine, Tron, Legacy, Broken, In the Heart of the Sea, and of course, Dunkirk that I mentioned as well. He's, he, I love him. I just think he's an incredible actor and one of Ireland's greats, really. You have another clip and this is with Margot Robbie. Explain. Yeah, so of course, you know, they do a brilliant thing in Variety where they do an actor on an actor and uh, Margot Robbie, of course, was up against Oppenheimer with Barbie. So here's a sit-down interview with Killian and Margot, probably two people you would never think are, are interviewing each other, but it's about working with Christopher Nolan and actually for future actors out there who want to get on a director's film, here's a little tip from Killian on how to get on. But to answer your question, I don't know. I suppose as you, you get older, you just get a bit more confident in the sort of stories you want mm. to tell and I suppose I, you know, I've learned a huge amount from working with Chris in terms of focus and rigour and dedication. Um, I think we have similar tastes and mm. I think he may have you know, helped form my kind of my taste. But before I even worked with him, the movies that he had made prior to Batman Begins, I was a fan of and I really just wanted to you know, meet him. And yeah. that happens a lot, isn't it? Like you're fans of directors and then you get to meet them and next thing you're working with them and it, it's kind of nuts because you were at home watching their movies when you were a kid. I don't know if that happens a lot, but when it does happen, it's like magic. This is true. Crazy. I'm sure that's happened to you. It has, I've like reached out to people I really want to work with. Yeah, I've done that. R- written letters. Letters and yeah. The letter thing does work, I have to say. It does. I mean, sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes it does. People appreciate a handwritten letter that you yeah. sat down to write. I believe in that. A handwritten letter. To the directors. And yeah. um, it looks like uh, that uh, Nolan was hanging on to Killian for, you know, a big, big role and... That was Oppenheimer. Absolutely, because you saw Oppenheimer and I know you enjoyed it. It was long. Everyone always says it's long. But I mean, acting wise, the it was phenomenal, the, the calibre. Yeah. My, my only complaint about Oppenheimer is that I, I think to understand it totally, you actually needed to know a bit about Oppenheimer and his history and, you know, his remorse about the bomb and so on um, before going into watch the movie. Mm. I, I think some people uh, were a bit bewildered by the narrative. Absolutely. Well, I haven't seen it, sadly, so that's next on my port call. I'm I'm working through Saltburn, which I saw of Barry Keoghan and everybody's work coming up to, of course, um, Oscar season. But I do I do feel in terms of Killian, you know, people often say, well, you know, he he really has earned his stripes or that he's been around for so long. But I mean, at only age 47, he hasn't really. But he, Yeah, but he looks 32. He looks 32. I mean, he has a great quote that he, he quotes from Sidney Pollock that it takes 30 years to make an actor. And he always brings that back to interviews um, saying that, you know, he's still learning. He's all, he's got he's got the joie de vivre for more and he's got the craving for more. And I just think, you know, with the Oscar win, we got so many lovely, you know, nice applauds from not only his school, a principal of his old school, Presentation Brothers College in Cork. Uh, David Barry said that the whole community college was thrilled for their past people. And I do think we have such... Um, a grow and, and, a, and a kinship with those up there, you know, applauding yeah. Irish talent. Now, what do you think uh, this uh, Golden Globe will mean for his career? I, I mean, I, you know, being bullish about Oscars, uh, we saw what happened with the, the last year yeah, with, with Brendan Gleeson yeah. and Banshees yeah. So um, are we misplaced in our optimism or is the Golden Globe it's, a good indicator? It's funny, I actually am a friend with one of the... Um, 
of course, the people in, in the Golden Globes and old Palomine works on the committee and she said he, she, he's a shoe in But I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, with you've got Bradley Cooper in there. You've also got Leonardo DiCaprio with the Scorsese movie, uh, The Killers of Flower Moon. I don't know. I mean, I think with... I would love to see him win an Oscar. It's not that I'm not, but I just think sometimes the Globes are a bit funny, you know, they they aren't always the best marker for what's going to come in terms of the Oscars. But listen, who knows? And Killian is still there. Erlingus made a, a boo-boo. They were telling everybody that he'd come home yesterday. So we all thought he was flying home yeah. and that he'd want any of this Oscar shenanigans. But of course, he was at the Governor's Ball. I think it was last night with Robert Downey Jr. dressed in, I think, Yves Saint Laurent again. So... He's over there and he's, you know, he's, he's working, the, the, doing the do. They all have to do it. Barry Keoghan as well. So uh, good luck to them all. I wish them all the best. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Lisa Cannon, TV presenter and executive producer of Spotlight. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.